For someone who travels weekly, hotels, they get boring pretty quick. They're lonely, crowded, you know, just, I want to find something more fun. So on tour, we started seeing a lot in Airbnbs. Uh, you know, I did my special taping in Phoenix uh, in 2021, and we had a Airbnb then, and it was just so much fun. I mean, it's honestly a lot cheaper, too, is what's crazy. Um uh, just so much more space. They have full homes. I mean, it's, you can, you know, easy to cook stuff, easy to, you just feel like you're at home. Uh, did you know you could also be my next Airbnb host? And uh, I mean, in fact, my tour manager, Travis, recently started hosting his place on Airbnb. Uh, he says it's a great way to make extra money while we are on the road this summer, uh, since his home would be just sitting empty. It's a great idea to host while you're away if you have some upcoming travel plans this summer. Uh, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, folks. Welcome to Nate Land. I'm Nate Bargetzi, Aaron Weber, Brian Bates. Summer is finally here, and uh, we are ready. It's hot. Amplify your summer with Best Spoke Post-themed boxes for people who care. From breezy summer styles and grooming goods to travel and outdoor gear, Box of Awesome has collections for every part of your life. Get started with the quiz at boxofawesome.com and use code NATE for 20% off your first box. That's code NATE at boxofawesome.com for 20% off your first box. Also, hello to HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. It's uh, why it's America's number one meal kit. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 14Nate and use code 14Nate for 14 free meals, including free shipping. Uh, welcome everybody. You know, I've debated of changing, uh, seeing what people thought about changing hello folks to what to let's go folks. (laughs) (laughs) Is that not maybe better? Let's go folks. Yeah. It's like, I feel like it gets us out of the mix of everybody being hello folks. Like every people say hello folks, folks. Yeah, just as a normal expression. As a normal right? expression. And I mean, I've had people say, hello, folks. I mean, because there's been a couple of times someone said someone said it, and then I think like they're saying it to us, and then you're like, oh, they're just, that's just how the, the guy speaks. Yeah. <laughs> so let's, you want to do let's go. Let's go, folks. Because we're making fun of let's go, no? Yeah, yeah I mean, that's not bad. Huh? I'm on board. People are commenting let's go everywhere now. Yeah. After last week's episode, so. Yeah. I feel like we can't uh, escape like, we're it see, anyway. Let's see, we'll see what everybody uh, see what everybody thinks about. See it. how it feels. See how it feels. Let's go, folks. <laughs> like that's so specific that it's like if you say that, then you definitely know who they are. Right. Like that's how we can all talk to each other. Because nobody says. And then let's the, we're, go, we're just folks. trashing the "let's go" people, <laughs> and they think, "Oh, that's cool." You say "let's go," you're like, "Yeah, I do say it." Yeah. <laughs> and then we, all of us folks, know we're better than them. <laughs> and that's the real goal here. Yeah. <laughs> we just want everybody to know we're better. <laughs> you think you're better than me? 
That's the attitude we bring. <laughs> no, I don't know. Let's go, folks. <laughs> I like it. That's the new podcast tagline. You think you're better than me? You think you're better than me? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. What'd you say? Do you think you're better than me? Let's go, folks. I like it. Let's see what people think. I think it's fun. I mean, I think it makes it, you know, stands out. It like makes it more. Sp- I had, uh, you know, because I, I had a hello, folks, uh, recently, and uh, well, one was uh, one was uh, a listener, and uh, it was great, and so we could talk to them. But then sometimes it is it's a mix of you're like, what happened? Oh, this weekend. So uh, where I had a mix up, I went to had a pretty awesome weekend. Uh, great Father's Day, Happy Father's Day to all the dads out there. Uh, they. Uh, we went to Derek Trucks, Tedeschi Trucks uh, concert. And uh, we're friends with Derek and Susan. They're both wonderful, wonderful people. Amazing people to be friends with. They're, uh, you know, I mean, her voice is unreal. And then he's a prodigy, like a true child prodigy. He was in the Almond Brothers. His, his uncle's uh, Butch Almond. And he joined the Almond Brothers at nine years old. <laughs> Harper's about to be nine. Nine. <laughs> He from I asked him, I was like, how crazy is that? That's pretty crazy. I never thought put, about it like that. When you put it, Harper's about to be nine. Yeah. And it would be like she's going on tour with the almond brothers. <laughs> I'd like to see that. Yeah. And he when he was nine, he would play they he told me three to four songs. And then uh by the time he was uh, eleven, he was just full time in the band mm-hmm. and doing their full tour. Yeah. Eleven. Yeah. Eleven years old. And good enough to be on the stage at the Almond Brothers. That's crazy. So still pretty good. Still not still, bad. Still, <laughs> yeah. still. I mean, that was definitely the band to let, allow a kid to do that. No, I, don't, I don't know anything <laughs> about bands. Like people just trash bands. You're like, if any band could have a kid and you would think he's good enough, Almond Brothers are the band for <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. You know, makes sense. It wasn't Led Zeppelin where I don't know. <laughs> uh, Did y'all talk about Jacksonville? Jaguars football? We did. He's very excited about the Jags. And, Trevor uh, Lawrence. Yep. yep. Tebow. He's a big Jags fan. Uh, and so he, uh, it was, it was awesome to get to watch him. And then, uh, I mean, they're just really, they're just great, great people. Anyway, so that, so we're standing, we got to stand on stage. And um, there, uh, a lot of people uh, came up and said, what's up? And people listen to the podcast too. And they, so I'm staying on stage and this dude walks up and he goes, is it, do you always feel like you have to take the obligatory, is that the word, right? Obligatory yeah. picture. And uh, I've had so many people come up and say like, hey, big fan, whatever. And I go, no, nah, no, nah, it's fine, man. And he goes, oh, you don't feel that? And I was like, <laughs> I go, oh, you mean of uh, just a picture of the band? Like he's like, <laughs> so he was like straight up, dude, I put my arm on him. Like I go, nah, man. And he, he looked like a, uh, like a Harley guy, yeah. You know, like so. It definitely did, did not. I was surprised. I was super surprised. He did not. He didn't fit who I think would be at the show. Yeah. And uh, not my on my show, not his, not Derek Truck show. But they, uh, but they, but he. I was like, nah, man. I'm not mean, touched him. <laughs> I go, nah, it's fine. He goes, you don't. And I'm like, oh, you mean of them? Yeah, he's just making conversation. Dude. He's just like he's like, yeah, dude. I'm just trying to. You don't want to take a picture of the on stage? And I go, I guess. And then, uh, and we took. I mean, I was taking some pictures, and that's what he's talking about. And so that made me. That's almost what started the hello, folks, into uh-huh. the let's go, folks. Yeah. Speaking of pictures, we had after we talked about this last week, 
uh, at my shows in Chattanooga this weekend. I opened for Jeff Allen, and immediately after one of the shows, he sold out every show. Immediately after the show, someone ran up to me and goes, hey, I watched the podcast. Yeah. Love it. And then they had Jeff take a picture of uh, of, uh, of me with them. Yeah. Right after. I mean, this is right after the show. Yeah. He but, thought it was, he thought it was funny. Good he, yeah, 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 he, he thought it was funny. funny. Yeah. Yeah. If that ever had yeah. For as as a, if you're a fan and you're listening. Yeah. I mean, just respect to the headliner. <laughs> just don't make him take the picture. You know, it's always even a weird thing, too. You don't always like come up and be you know, it's like, go say something to you. Yeah. But then this is all very specific. I know people are going to be like, Hey man, I'm just trying to say hello. I don't need to follow your rules. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to follow the rules. Yeah. You can do whatever, do whatever you want to go do. Uh, but you tend to, they, people would always say that. I'd always, I remember big J had a great answer to that. Cause people would always come up and sometimes and say, uh, man, I thought you were funnier than the headliner. That's, Ugh. that's like a, that's like a famous thing that people say. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jay always had a great thing that he said. He goes, I mean, I did twenty, I did fifteen minutes. Yeah, he's like, there's a big difference. So it's like if you say that to go like, yeah, j- I'm got to. If you're the middle act, that's notoriously the best gig in it's the, the world. Sweet spot. It's a sweet spot. Check started yeah. out. Host just went up. The audience is excited. They're already they're they're settled in. And you get to go do 15 minutes and uh-huh. murder. Uh-huh. And you your can, best 15. That's right. You're, you can do the best 15 of your life because nobody knows your material. Yes. Whereas the headliner is probably working on a new hour or something. Yes. He's got a new hour. He's got a new, you know, whatever. And so it's like that tends to be not saying the headliner should be, as you headline, my goal is to like, I need to make you forget the i mean in a good and bad mm-hmm. way uh-huh. but my job is to hopefully you forget who even the opening act was because right. i'm trying to do that good and so that's that's typically what you know that's what i try to do make mm-hmm. everybody forget you guys <laughs> uh and i mainly go out and tell them <laughs> i start rumors up there y'all don't, y'all don't ever hear the beginning of my set and i go That'd be the last time you guys see those guys. Aaron uh, stole some stuff off the bus. And uh, Bald Eagle over here, uh, you know, I don't even know how he got here. Uh, but that's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. People, I don't know where people wonder those insights of, you know, if they care. They are just like, I'm just trying to say I'm a big fan. Yeah, and people be like, hey, uh you know, you were funnier than the headliner or something, and you're like, yeah, but if I were the headliner, you wouldn't be here at all. Yeah. You know, you didn't come to see Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. So, and there's uh, a big difference between doing 15 minutes in an hour. Uh, I mean, that yeah. like, they don't, like, too, they don't realize, they go, I'd like to watch you for the hour. You're like, eh, you wouldn't have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, you think you would have. Yeah. About 20 minutes in, yeah. you'd be like, where's the uh, next guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would say it about the other guy. Uh, Yeah. It's interesting. When you start headlining and people really come for someone, they then it then it just changes. They don't. I feel like that kind of goes away because mm. they're just excited to see who they want to see. Mm-hmm. And uh, so then, but then you still want the show to be good. I mean, that's how when I you know getting you like you guys opening. So I want the show to be great. Like I will, you I would not bring you on the road if you bomb. That's how you get off the road. You'd always hear stories about that. Sometimes people will bring bad opening acts, so it makes the headline. So the headliner then looks better. Yeah. And I never understood that. I've always heard people have done that, but I've I've never I never understood that. I would think 
because I want the show to be better. I would be furious. If I followed and you bombed, I would be so mad to be like, I got to fix your nonsense. Mm-hmm. Like, I got to go up and now, like, get this crowd in the mood for a show. Like, you should just be, they're teed up. Yeah. Just go have a great set, yeah. murder, and then get out of there. Yeah. That's all we want. Yeah. You have the confidence knowing you're going to do great no matter how good the feature is. You're going to still not have a problem. The comics I know who bring really weak openers are veterans who haven't written a new act in years. Yeah. And they're kind of just sailing and they don't yeah. want a strong opener because mm-hmm. they have to work. Because they're doing the same act. Yeah. And so when you got to build, I mean, it helps you build a, a a better act when you have to follow good acts in the crowd i mean that you you give them it's a show mm-hmm. you're it's a whole show so you want them to be like yeah this whole thing was awesome mm-hmm. the whole experience was great so uh but overall yeah the the we went so i uh i went to yes we got to go to the tedeschi trucks and then we got to go to uh nascar NASCAR was in Nashville. Yeah. And first time it's been there, I think, 37 years or something like that. Wow. And uh, it was awesome. How many people were there? I mean, it looked like it was hundreds packed, of thousands of yeah, people. Yeah, I don't know what the attendance is, but I mean, it had to be, it was sold out. Was it the track out in like Gladeville? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It was awesome. I mean, it was uh, the, it, it was just, it was cool to see and cool to see everybody out there. The race was, the race was great. I had like so our neighbors all went with their and everybody brought their all the daughters came and uh, so I've I had them like betting. I'd get them and I give them kids gambling <laughs> like yeah. start them early. Yeah, uh, but they loved it. Like my daughter and all, all the other kids, they uh, they like loved it because I said, all right, y'all get to pick two people that you think is going to win and whoever wins, I'll give each of you 20 bucks. And like they went in teams. So then they went pick. And it's funny cause they don't know, like some of them had like, uh, they're my daughter, like her team, her and Carter, their little friend. She, uh, they first pick, they go, all right, I want to pick uh like number 70, something 78 or something, which I'm not trashing 78, but he <laughs> yeah. was in the back. <laughs> and so I was like, all right, well don't. All right. I was like, pick from, I was like, you see the way they were lined up. I was like, I'd probably pick some cars up to the top. And Harper, at one one uh, one girl picked. She goes, I'll take forty eight. Harper goes, I'll take forty seven. And you're like, well, there's numbers on the cars. <laughs> it's price so is it's, right. Yeah, yeah, it's like there's not. I go, let's pick a let's pick a number that you see out there. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. But I mean, they were picking some cars. You're like, all right, let's not let's not go to. I did it with uh, Kentucky Derby with them too one time. I go, y'all can pick a horse. And whoever wins, I'll give you. If your horse wins, I'll I'll give you twenty bucks. And they, uh, and I mean, there's they do they just start picking the name the name they like and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's a guy that's like a hundred to one. Yeah. You're like, all right, <laughs> well, let's. I want y'all to have fun, and your horse might get shot before the race starts. Yeah. So <laughs> let's let's maybe go up a little bit and pick a different. Uh, Kyle Larson won the. He's number five. He was i mean no i'm not talking about nascar but i've never seen someone do, more dominant yeah i mean the just the, it, it looked like he shouldn't have even, no one else should have been out there mm-hmm. he would just he would be it looked like a joke like he, he would be he'd be they'd restart it and he'd be like six cars back and then he just just drives by everybody like you're going mm-hmm. is his car just allowed to be faster than everybody <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean just was like gone dude uh it was pretty funny so in racing if someone's starts in the back it's almost impossible for them to catch up 
Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, it, it's just your their car is not good enough, and yeah. so if your car is not, I mean, you're you know if you drive your car versus you're in your next to if you're in your Honda Accord <laughs> and you're racing a Ferrari, yeah. like it's like it's going to be different. And I think that that's just what it is. I would like to see that though. Yeah, I mean, it would be, Brian yeah. racing in his Honda Accord. <laughs> yeah, because his uh, right before the race starts, his blinkers on <laughs> and then just. <laughs> You boys ready? And there's just a, there's a, a girl out there with two, what's the, you know. The flags. The flags what? about to go start. <laughs> Sir, your hazard's on real fast. And he goes, oh, sorry. <laughs> That's how the, before the race starts. Get his belongings. Seatbelt on. Checks everything. Ten and two. Ten and two. Mirror. Mirror's on. Well, you're just going forward. No one's going to be coming behind you. You don't go worry about your mirror. Still <laughs> like it where it should be. Uh-huh. Had a little squirrel issue, so this yeah. car may not yeah. go because <laughs> I like. Yeah. The squirrel runs out and watches the race and then goes back in. <laughs> I pull into the pits and a squirrel yeah. jumps out. That's the Your pits are just them hitting a broom on the top of the hood, just trying to get the squirrels out of Get on out That's all you hear in Brian's pits. <laughs> Did he need gas? No, no, he's got a ton of gas. He's not going fast enough to burn it. But we have a squirrel issue. Uh, so we thought they all got out. Get on out here. Get on out here. Your pit has just got wasp spray. Like just, there's everybody, you know, they always have that big gas tank. The guy walks out and it's wasp spray. It's just spraying, trying to get the wasp nest out. And then, oh, is that the pace car? No, no, that gets Brian Bates. He's the track, the pace car passes him. Yeah. It's got mothballs. Yeah. No sponsors on his car. No but. sponsors. <laughs> Comments, uh, Blag Daniels, given the commitment you guys have to staying on topic, I feel like this could have still been called the Georgia episode and no one would have noticed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, We were about an hour in. I was like, I guess we're not touching Georgia. I guess we're not yeah. doing, yeah. yeah. Uh, I did not expect that to go the way it went, to be honest. I, I really thought we'd talk about Georgia. Uh, Jack from your house. I make jokes in online games for videos. And I've been struggling with where the line is as a Christian. It's good to hear you guys talk this out. This is by far one of the most serious episodes to date, but it's still so lighthearted, funny, and encouraging. I make jokes in online games for videos. That's a job? I don't know. I've been struggling where the line is as a Christian. Like, is your job real? That's, that's the line. <laughs> that's the line that he's like. Yeah, the jokes are very good and easy. Uh, is what I'm doing legal? That's the that's the question. You know, uh-huh. man, there's jobs that are coming. But dude. that's a big thing on TikTok. You'll see is people are playing video games and they're all talking to each other and they're just like telling jokes and then they'll make compilations of those jokes. And yeah, and so that's like there. a. I don't know if this, this is might his not full time job, job, but. Gig. But yeah. it's like a fun thing that he does, a hobby, I'm sure. Yeah. Maybe he does really well. You know, it's like, yeah, you can make fun of stuff, man. You can do whatever you want. It's like, just be, you know, just don't be hateful. Right. And that's where the online thing is, uh, which I'm sure hopefully he's not. Uh, Christina Marshall. Honestly, I was nervous about this one, but it was so good. Butterscotch buying tickets to Nate's show is just the best <laughs> illustration of their friendship dynamic. Best part of my Wednesday every week. Pretty good. I actually went ahead and bought tickets to your show at the Opry House. Yeah. Even though I know I'm on it, because I know there's going to be somebody in my life last minute going to say, 
I want. Uh, can we get tickets? Yeah. yeah. So I just went ahead and grabbed a couple. Who's going tickets. with your mom to the to the Ryman show? Uh, probably my wife. Okay. Yeah. My old my old roommate texted me. How do I get in on this drawing to get who's to take Brian's mom to the <laughs> oh, to the show? You could have uh, yeah, <laughs> a folk take your mom. Imagine your mom having to go out and go. She's like, who am I going with? Well, it's someone we don't really know. <laughs> but they listen to the podcast. I bet they're going to be great people. Yeah. I would think I would put everybody. Oh, oh, oh yeah. God, Black Daniels. Yeah. Get him Black in there. Black Daniels. You want a piece of this? <laughs> Jack <laughs> from your house. We have to end up with online jokes. We're like, all right, Jack. Like, I thought, you can't turn it off. <laughs> uh, Opry. Yes. The Grand Ole Opry. Opry House. Uh, almost sold out. So make sure you it's get it. Awesome, uh, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. Same back to back. I was wondering who, you know, back-to-back nights. Ryman, Opry, knocking them. Pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Michael uh, Michael Hayes, 36 minutes in, and I've heard Nate say, down to the knit and gritty and kick it to the curve. <laughs> the confidence with which Nate butchers cliches uh, actually makes them fresh again. Cliches, right? Yeah. 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 That's true. Knit, down to the knit and gritty. What's that one? Nitty gritty, nitty gritty. No, uh, and what's kick it to the curve? Curb, the curb. Oh, you may have said curb, but it sounded like curve. Yeah, I probably <laughs> said curve. Yeah, but I'm at the curve. Yeah, kick it to the curve, which is going to go over a curb. The curve of the curb. The curve of the curb. Uh, yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's, that's a good, good point. Good. Kicking it to the same place. You live in a cul-de-sac. There's a curve. There's around. a curve. Kick I kicked it, to, it the curve. to the curve. Right. Yeah, and down the knit and gritty. I bet a lot of people say that. Knit and gritty. Mm. What is it? <laughs> Nitty gritty. Nitty gritty. I've never even heard that. Really? Knit and gritty. Uh, I'd never heard knit and gritty. What is before. nitty gritty? I don't know. The fine points. Get down to the brass tacks. Get and down. that's the actual words for nitty? That's what nitty is? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. If- so it's a made-up word. Yeah. So what I'm yeah. saying is if I say knit and gritty, then we're all agreeing that we're all just making up words. Yeah, sure. For some reason, my made-up <laughs> word is not good enough for... Everybody goes, no, we agreed on this made-up word. <laughs> and you're you're making up your other well, word. All words are made up. That's true. What's a word? <laughs> yeah. All words What's matter. The, all words oh, matter. Oh, the nitty-gritty dirt band. You heard of them? Uh, a couple times. One of my favorite bands. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've only heard of them a couple times. Fishing in the Dark. I know that song. Oh, that's yeah, them? Yeah. yeah. Fishing in the Dark. You know them. Yeah, the yeah. nitty-gritty dirt band. You go sing it and not sing the main lyrics. <laughs> You know, it's like went to the in the store, dark. That one fishing. You know what's the song? You and you were fishing, and it was dark out. And you're like, is it, if it doesn't ring a bell, then you don't know it. You know when you tell someone to ask something, yeah, and they're like, I don't have I, you know, I was uh, I do it with Nick, no Vicky, my uh, him being a little person. Have you met Nick? And they're like, I don't know. And I'm like, you would know. <laughs> and if you don't know, like then. Like that's just, that's just, not sure. Okay, I'll take I? that as a no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rocky Duncan, can't wait to see Bogo on his "Is This Seat Taken" tour. I hear tickets will be cheap. <laughs> Excuse me, is this uh, is this seat taken? Your Opry show's almost sold out, right? Yeah, they just get down to well. In- there's there's still some tickets there, but it's close. Yeah, when it gets down to individual seats. Technically, that's when they can start going to sell out. But that, that's when I could start my tour. That's when you tour. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're like Aaron Land, but you do a show during a show. 
And your ticket tickets are on are the individual seats that no one else wants to go to. That's right. Once you yeah. get done with your part, I'll take yeah. over. That's the, when the, most, the biggest single ticket seller of all time. <laughs> that <laughs> could be your thing. Only single Only tickets. single tickets. Uh, one, please. Even if it's a BOGO. Even if it's a BOGO. <laughs> well, they're buy one, get one free. Yeah, you don't have to point that out to me. I know that. Like they, the people that get upset about it, you know, I'll take two then. It's 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 it's. it's but I feel like you're. It's people that appreciate the extra seat next to them. That's, you know, mm-hmm. they, they they like it. Yeah. That's where they put their water in there. Small popcorn. Uh, <laughs> Things set it in the. Can anything sit in that extra buy one get one free seat? Uh, yeah, whatever you want. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Extra cup holder. Extra cup holder. <laughs> just extra everything. And it goes, that's his, his fans are just, you know, which would be me. I would enjoy, you yeah. know, just little to room. go alone, little room, step out and look around. Show's great. Got to go to the bathroom. No, no, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Never feel ashamed asking, do you mind if I, of course. Yeah. The rhyming, especially because it's uh, Brian agrees to wait till you get back. That's <laughs> part of the show. <laughs> Brian's on stage and he goes, "Yeah, no, absolutely, he'll yeah. go." Hey, uh, Brian, do you mind if a few of us got to go to the bathroom? <laughs> and he goes, "Yeah, you know what? I'll be honest with you, I do too." So let's all just, <laughs> all just take, let's all just take, take five. five. <laughs> yeah, and then and that's a, and a doctor watches to see how many times they go to the bathroom to go. Oh, and then he hands out cards at the back. I noticed a lot of y'all went to the bathroom quite a bit. Uh, you know, and this show's at four thirty in the afternoon, so it seems crazy. You know, he's a urologist. He's, yeah, there's something wrong. <laughs> Try to get in bed. <laughs> yeah, because uh, everybody's all right. What were you gonna say? <laughs> the rhyming especially would be good because it's just church pews. It's not individual yeah. seats. You yeah. buy two tickets. Yeah. You can just sit in the middle of those yeah. two seats and have. Yeah, dude. I bought. I went to a concert with three tickets, and one person didn't show up, and it was the best concert I've ever been to. Yeah. It was actually uh, Sesky Trucks. Oh, really? Or I had a third person didn't show up, so two people could spread out. At and the I Ryman? was like, "Oh, at the Ryman, yeah." Yep. I was like, "This is that's yeah. crazy how that it's that meant was, to be seen." That was yeah. crazy that it was them. Mm-hmm. I've seen them a few times, man. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, y'all didn't know you were a big fan. Mm-hmm. Could have brought you out there. Glad we did it. Uh, <laughs> Trevor Victor Heidi. The fish and pole analogy was perfect, Aaron. Thank you, well, Trevor. That's ridiculous. <laughs> you said fish and hole, but I, you know, fish and pole sounds good too. Yeah. Eric W. This was gold. Love you guys. And John fits in great. Have him back or Trey Kennedy, whoever is easier to get. <laughs> uh, John is such a good sport. He's one of the best about ribbing him and yeah. about making he's he laughs at himself. Yeah. 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 Uh Amy Swordsby. I love John Chris. I've been watching him for years. I was so excited when I saw the title of this episode. Nate mentions Brisket's dry bar stand up. So I actually searched and watched it and it was surprisingly very funny. <laughs> I think it's the first time I'm reading it. Uh, I think even funnier now that I feel like I've gotten to know him first. The podcast dynamic makes it relatable, like having breakfast as an actual friend, which you can do. Uh, also, I followed Aaron Land, which is very funny. I just love how you guys always come in clutch with all things funny, wholesome laughter every time. Uh, I mean, Bates is uh, breakfast is the one if you want to be friends. Yeah. 
who is that? Was that Amy? Amy Sorg. Amy, I'd I'd love to be your friend. Yeah. Very accessible. Uh, yeah. It's funny that she. So she looked up your special, thinking it was not going to be that good. Apparently, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and was blown away that it was very yeah. funny. Surprise, she said. Surprisingly, surprisingly, very funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I think fair enough. Uh, Mandy Van Dalsum, Dalsum, Dalsim. Neighbor getting John Chris together is literally better than Christmas morning, and I'm so glad you brought up the topic of let's go. When I heard Nate's ran on it, I immediately thought of John and wanted them to hash it out together. Did not disappoint. Uh, they, uh, I love, you know, let's go, folks. Let's go, folks. I hope everybody likes it because I'm kind of really down. Mm-hmm. You like it? Yeah, I can get on board with it. How many O's and go? I don't know. Whatever makes fun of these people more. Okay. I so, think at least three. Let's go, folks. Is so specific. Yeah. Originally, let's. Uh, hello, folks. You said that's what I came out, and I go, hello, yeah. folks. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, but yeah, we can switch to. You don't want to do it because it's your thing. Say no, hello, folks, is your thing. <laughs> no, the video- you don't think better for the show. You only think better for you. He just he just ordered some merch. Yeah. <laughs> Did you order a hello, folks? Yeah. I just ordered a thousand hello, folks shirts. So I'm let's really go, folks. Like is I think it, it it helps us say it to each other, mm-hmm. and we know out the gate. Right. And like you know, the pastor that said hello, folks. Mm-hmm. At a sermon, mm-hmm. like if he has to say "Let's go, folks," that's that's that yeah. that's harder. <laughs> that's what makes it funnier, and right. that's more specific. Yeah, right. that pastor could say "Hello, folks." Like you would be like, "Okay," like I just how he. I don't think I would even. I I always feel like I can't tell, like, and I don't want to just assume that they they're saying it. That's pretty arrogant to be like fan of the podcast or like yeah. I don't know the most famous phrase <laughs> of Earth. Yeah. The I'm president so, says yeah. it all the Everybody time. Everybody says hello, folks. Yeah. Let's go, folks. Stands out. Mm-hmm. And then that when the pastor says it, it's probably a little bit tough for him then to we'll say. Know. It, well, it's it's tough for him for him or it's tougher for him to say, let's go, folks. Like that's a weird way to start a sermon. Yeah. And yeah. that's very specific. Yeah. And then the audience really gets it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're on to some. Uh might change my mind next week. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Matt Oregon, I think John Chris almost has to laugh at his own jokes just to give his audience permission to laugh. Being a minister myself, I know how uptight his target audience can be. That's very true. Mm. Uh, I could see that, you know. But I've done a show in a church and just make the jokes really funny. So (laughs) It's another option. I don't know. We all, you know, do different things. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Tyler Gannon. Aaron just thinks not being on money is a big deal because of the American perspective. Also, list people known internationally. I don't understand that. Okay, I think he's just saying that you're only now listing people only known in America. List people that are known internationally. Yeah. Well, that's like uh, you know, talking about the most famous was the soccer uh, Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Did you see like he moved Coca Cola from uh, his press? He does a press thing. They have two bottles of Coca-Cola. Yeah. He grabs it and shakes his head no and then grabs a bottle of water and goes, agua. <laughs> He's like, because he, like, and yeah. I, I read a thing about him where, like, he doesn't want his kids. His kids will want to drink Coke, and he's yeah. always like, it's really bad for you. Like, he doesn't like, they. Wow. I think he still lets them do it, but he let, he, he, he lets them know he doesn't approve it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Coke supposedly lost $4 billion because he did that. $4 wow. billion? That's what someone said. Like in stocks. Like their stock 
price went down mm-hmm. because of that. Whatever stocks are, stocks are made up. <laughs> I think it's a big, it's got to be probably a pretty big scam going. But in that world, uh, I don't understand stocks as well. Yeah, $4 billion in market value after Ronaldo shuns Coke. So most famous ever, we could change maybe because there's, that's that's pretty powerful. That yeah. is powerful. To yeah. That's bananas, dude. Ooh, ooh. He just moved it out of the way and grabbed a water bottle. And people, that's unreal. Mm-hmm. That's like. Yeah, I don't think if the queen got rid of a Coke, no one would care. No. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. Oh. I think he just hit 300 million Instagram followers I saw too. It's most. Uh, Instagram's the only thing above him. And mm. I feel like they probably make you follow him. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're going to always probably just be like, no, you got to be above that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean he's so. I mean, I mean, you know, we've talked about it. it's probably him. Uh, Justin, uh, Justin Galindo, old tour manager, did. Uh, he said Obama too. Could be. Yeah, and I guess I said Trump last week. If if famous is well liked, then maybe Ronaldo. If it's just well known, I still but, argue I mean, Trump. I, I well known might be him. I'm actually kind of flipping that. You don't do something like that. That's crazy. That's that's unbelievable. He just moved the bottles, and the stock went yeah. down. That's insane. Yeah, your Shaq and Yao Ming, they're identifiable, but if you wrote their name down, just read their names, I don't think a lot of people are going to know who Shaquille O'Neal. They're people, very Yao recognizable. Is, I think people know who they are. I think they know who they are, but I mean, I think he, soccer's the biggest sport in the world. Yeah. I would think him, I think him and yeah, Messi. He, he's up there. Yeah, and it's probably him. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Mariah, right? Mm-hmm. Elder. Uh, I usually watch this podcast in bed, so I keep the volume low and turn on the closed captioning. But this episode said that closed captioning wasn't available. My guess is that YouTube threw in the towel after Nate's cut Larry struggle. <laughs> that is, I mean, I, that I, I feel, I feel bad for if uh, you know. You feel bad for the software the that has to close caption. <laughs> I like to picture it to a guy. It's always funner to picture close caption is just someone, some guy sitting there. Some guy sits with his headphones on and he goes, "Let's Jeez. do this thing." Oh god, that's what he's pouring so sweat. Yeah, like he's just sitting there, like, "Oh god, what's he? What was that? I don't even know how to. I don't even know how to type that." That's what I like to picture close yeah. caption. Yeah, there's a bunch of a bunch of. Uh, Men and women all over the world. Stenographers. Stenographers. There you go. Yeah. Uh, hello. Uh, let's, uh, sorry. <laughs> hello, folks. We have been using HelloFresh for maybe. Uh, we have actually used HelloFresh for five years now. My wife makes it all the time. It helps us cut out stressful meal planning, grocery store trips, so we can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes or less. Uh, it's a great amount of food. We have a family of three. We make the meal work for two. We make the meal for two work very easily. Uh, we eat HelloFresh. I mean, we really do eat it. Three, yeah. Laura usually cooks two, three times a week, and uh, so it's very easy. I mean, you know, I haven't, I haven't attempted it yet, but it seems <laughs> like it would be easy. Yeah. It seems very easy. I mean, they, they have the card that is the yeah. list. Step the by food's step awesome too, man. Yeah. It's really good food. Uh, try the Hello HelloFresh quick and easy meals, 15 to 20 minute dinners. They have breakfast on the go and more easy options. Uh, HelloFresh offers 50 menu and grocery items each week, including ready to eat salads, salads, sandwiches, and soups. So you can do lunch, dinner, whatever. 
They it's they just shows up to your doorsteps. It's super easy. The app is great, very easy to use. You can edit your meals selections, change delivery plan, plan size, and easily skip a week if you are out of town. I don't like a lot of things, but sometimes I I mean I've liked all of the HelloFresh meals. It saves me from eating spaghetti two or three nights a week because that's all I could cook. <laughs> I don't think I could do that, but I could, you just pour it in the thing. Isn't that spaghetti? Just noodles in the thing. You just make pasta, yeah. The meat on that yeah, yeah. jar on it. Ragu, I can figure spaghetti yeah. out. But HelloFresh is that easy to do. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 14Nate and use code 14Nate for up to 14 free meals plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 14Nate and use code 14Nate for up to 14 free meals plus shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Also, the Summer Bespoke Post is here to take your adventure to the next level with a new lineup of must-have box of awesome collections. Bespoke Post works with small businesses and new brands to bring you the most unique goods every month. We selected uh, the coffee theme box of awesome, so it'll be great to try different coffees. I uh, like iced coffee, as you know. And so they just send you a box, and it's like you don't know what's going to be in it. The Weekender bag would be great for traveling this summer. Maybe you have a road trip planned. No matter what you're into, Box of Awesome has you covered. From travel and outdoor gear to breezy summer styles and grooming goods, Box of Awesome has collections for every part of your life. The outdoor and travel boxes look so cool to me. If you want to get started, you go to take the quiz of boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help will help them pick the right Box of Awesome for you. Go, you really should go check out the box from boxofawesome.com because this is like one of those things that you're kind of like, what is it? I don't really know what it is. It's like go to their website and look at it. It's a pretty cool thing. They release new boxes every month across a bunch of different categories. It is free to sign up and you can skip a month or cancel anytime. Each box costs only 45 bucks, but has over $70 worth of gear inside. It's a great gift for someone too. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code Nate at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, code Nate for 20% off your first box. Uh, also, we're going to do, we have the uh, the Nate Land Live podcast, uh, July 5th, coming up very soon. Uh, first show's doing good, I think. Probably mm-hmm. close to sold out, second show. Uh, and you can come to both shows if you want. Uh, they, they will be different. Uh, we might have the same topic. Like we did last time, we did Tennessee. We did Tennessee on both shows, and then we, uh, but, but each show was different. Yeah. But they'd have to buy a ticket for each show. Yeah, they had to buy a ticket for each show. Uh, yeah, uh, you know. Well, I just wanted to clarify, because last week we said, yeah. stick around if you want for the second show. I didn't want people to think they could just stay in their oh, seats. Yeah, right, yeah, right. yeah. Uh, <laughs> make sure that they, you know, rules... <laughs> We got rules. Your audience would follow the rules, though. I think your audience would. Would you? They would know. You know, they show up in a clear bag. Yeah. <laughs> they already had. They already. You know, metal detectors. Like they don't have to plug it in when people come in through your your audience. Yeah. They have their own yonder bags. They bring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nope. Did it at home. They go. Yeah. Are the metal detectors just going cr- off like crazy? It's like everybody. Uh, as a hip. Right before everybody comes in, they goes, you hip too? Uh, raise your hand. Who has a hip? New hip. Everybody. Okay. Uh, who? All right. This line is for people with their all their bones in their body. Your own, your bones that you started with, the bones God gave you, 
do you have just those bones and everybody and then like one guy <laughs> goes i have all my original bones he gets to come through that line <laughs> and then the other one they go they just they just look and they go you know what everybody just go on through i trust it feels trusting I think the people come to my show also don't buy tickets online because they don't know how. Oh, yeah. Or they don't want to pay the $2 service fee or whatever Uh it is. Yeah. I'll buy at the door. Yeah, buy at the door. Buy at the door. Uh, Right before we get started with this, uh, I am trying to start my something again. (laughs) Uh, My uh, intermittent fasting to get – I want to lose weight for this tour. I think I'm starting with 16 to 8. 16 hours fasting, 8 hours feeding window which is a lot but if i can consistently say to that like basically i would eat after this podcast and then uh and, and that would be, be your done. first first eating of the yeah, day yeah and then oh then you're golden and then i eat till like at my last yeah, till nine o'clock yeah. after that yeah nine o'clock which i don't go to bed till one two in the morning anyway so mm-hmm. that's that's about uh but i want to almost time it out to be kind of like that which is that's a pretty big window actually uh, so I'll, I, I want to see how that goes and then I'll adjust. You were 24. Yeah. Four hour feeding. Four window. hour. <laughs> still, are you still doing that? Uh, looser and looser. Like, yeah. uh, but basically I'm basically just eating one meal, one yeah. meal a day and then just kind of snacking. Yeah. After that. Uh, and then, and was your energy good? Like you felt it like changed you fe- pretty quickly. You have better energy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, way, yeah. Yeah. My knees don't hurt. Yeah, I'm a, I'm not falling asleep. I mean, yeah, yeah it. I feel way pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I know a lot of people don't say the intermittent fasting. Thing. I mean, look, we're all trying. If you're if you're like us, an average American, <laughs> we're just trying to get through. We try a bunch of different stuff, uh-huh. and uh, you know. But I always thought intermittent fasting. It's at least for me. It's uh, I need some kind of schedule. It's at least got to be like the, the my schedule's just too sporadic mm-hmm. and it's like days where i have a bunch of stuff where we have this podcast or i have other stuff and then days i'm on the road and you're doing two shows i'm not done till midnight yeah and uh you know so it's it and it's just it's just too wild of a time mm-hmm. so it's like the only thing i can control is my feeding window yeah you know yeah and then if you just tell yourself like you can't like i'm just yeah then then can't. you don't have a diet cherry coke yeah, well, you can have those as much as you want. You can have diet drinks. I know. All day. I know. We're the opposite of Ronaldo. We get rid of the water <laughs> yeah. and put in diet cherry coke. Uh, you know that goes. They still lose four billion they, in value. Yeah, they, go, like, uh, they lose more. They go. God, they, so they're into it. Uh, that would be very funny for you. Just go, Ronaldo. He does that, and you sit next to him, and you. Well, do you mind if I have those yeah, coats? And then you just and you sit there and drink one right in front of me. Like, go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm sure they want to hear from you. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we have some people that uh, I know when we asked how people are doing uh, with the uh, checking in. Uh, Heather is, is Bosito, Sriracha veggie straws. So you're trying to get rid of those? Some of these. And we read a few of these last we read, time. Yeah. Oh, who, oh, who have I, we read? I think we read her. And I think we read the guy who said. Through Derek. Yep. Derek Visser. Oh, yeah. Saying I don't want to go to work. Uh, Laura Tokozoglu. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely did not read hers. Tok Gazagulu. She turned around. Yeah, she turned around. That's pretty good. Did he say Laura? <laughs> that, <that's what> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Laura Tok Gazoglu. Meat. 
<laughs> She's getting the Matt Crone dipping, Connor Rahillian alcohol. You get rid of that. You know, someone asked me about not drinking alcohol. Uh, and because uh, I haven't drank in a couple years, three years. Uh, and so if someone asked, because a guy messaged me and talked, like, I know that's always a tough thing. I know a lot of people want to quit drinking. If you, uh, there's a lot of great stuff to read about. Uh, you know, I know a lot of comics went to AA and uh stuff like that uh and that works for a lot of people too there's also some great books this is an alan carr this guy uh he, he talked about quitting drinking quitting drinking, smoking all this kind of stuff just like kind of breaks it down and there's another book too i can't remember the other one i read but it's, it's essentially that exact thing the same thing like alan carr not drinking and it's uh <clears throat> what he did was uh he just talk, just breaks down alcohol to you. Alcohol is basically poison. It's, it's, it's straight up poison. It's kind of crazy. And, uh, it, you, and you're just like, you're just trained to alcohols around. Like, you know, every commercials, like I go every TV show, I go to a bar, I go uh, two beers, mm-hmm. you know, like that's just, you're just, you're, since you're a child, you're just, it's ingrained in you to uh, just be like, yeah, that's that's what you do. That's how right. you have fun. Right. And the idea that the guy has is he would say like, you know, go watch kids. Go go to a five year old birthday party or an eight year old birthday party, and they're dancing. They don't need alcohol to dance. They just dance and have fun. It's the idea of that to be like you don't you think you need these stuff to be looser, but your you know your own body will have this stuff. Now I'm not saying if someone likes drinking, I like I'm I get that too. I get the escape of it, and like it's nice to. It relaxes you, but people, they, there's an argument that that it doesn't even relax you. It makes it worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, like if you have anxiety, if you have all these kind of things, it makes it heightens all that stuff. So, but the guy, I'm just telling you that because that guy mentioned something about not drinking, and he said something about me talking about it. If people haven't, I just stopped. I knew it was uh, it was wasting my time. I knew I was. It was you know that's why you that's why if you don't want to drink, it's. Uh, if you can just feel that it's just, if you, if you're someone that drinks a lot and, you know, and I was in a, I'm in a business where alcohol is everywhere and alcohol is all it is, is around us. And so if you're drinking a lot, then, you know, that's when you can tell, like a lot of people don't think they're drinking a lot, but if you realize that you're like, Oh man, I'm having a, you know, having it every day. And I feel like I need this every day. I need my glass of wine every night, or I need my, you know, whatever it is that you need. Uh, you know, but if you can drink and not drink, then do whatever you want. You know, mm-hmm. it's a mix of both of those. But if you quietly feel like, let me tell you, I promise you, the most amazing feeling you will have if you drink uh, is the, the when you don't drink the next day and you don't feel it. It's that feeling does not go away. And that's the most exciting feeling. It's exciting. You wake up and you're like, I can't believe I feel like this. Mm-hmm. And you're like, this is unbelievable. And then you've worst case scenario, you're going to be tired. Yeah. And then, it, but it's just, it's, it, when you can attack your day and you don't feel like you're just kind of bogged down at all from alcohol, nothing better than that. And so if you, if you're drinking and you need to stop, you know, read those books, you're not alone. Uh, all right. Uh, this week we are, uh, uh, oh, one's Chris Anderson, 12 pounds by the time he attends Zany's live podcast. That was the first Zany's Live, but uh, you can still do it. Well, maybe now, Chris, we'd like you to get it back before the next <laughs> one. Uh, and then take it off yeah, again. And take it off again, yeah. But we, I just asked, Laura, it's hot in here. Turn the air conditioning down. 
we we say cut as a South, but you say you just cut it down or cut it up, or do you turn it down or turn it up? Up, up. For you me. say, can you turn the air conditioner up? Yeah, to make it colder. Yeah, and I'd say turn it down. Yeah. Why do you say up? Because you're increasing the strength. So you're of the air yes. conditioner. You're okay. it, you're turn you're turning the power. You're, you're up. actually saying turn the air conditioner up. Let me yeah, it yeah. And Get I'm saying going. temperature, mm-hmm. right? But I say turn the air conditioner down. What do you say? I say up, but I've heard both. Yeah, yeah. I kind of I, I would know either way what they meant based on how it feels in the room. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what you're going off of. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Huh. A lot of people. You say cut. I did though. a poll. I say cut. I did a poll, and they said you're stupid. <laughs> Is that the whole? It's the whole thing. Can you believe that? One hundred percent. Quick poll. That's one person. It was me, and I filled it out right now. It's hundred percent. You're stupid. Uh, there's, uh, I say cut. You don't say cut. I, uh, cut it off. I think I will sometimes. Cut it down. Yeah. We didn't in my house growing up. That's something I picked up from other people. Yeah. Well, y'all used a lot bigger words than that. You know, did you pick it up from like your garbage man and stuff like that? (laughs) When you heard him come up and y'all would go and your parents would y'all make y'all go out and talk to a regular person (laughs) with that. Was that when you would hear the... And then go they fraternize go, with the with yeah. the peasants when they yeah. come out and go hey kids mailman's outside go let's go outside and you want i want you to introduce yourself to him offer him food he probably doesn't know how to get food and uh use his words yeah. and y'all walk out hey how you doing you gonna cut off your motor there and you're like i don't know whatever this guy talks about you know that germane slipped out oh yeah yeah, yeah. That's uh, hilarious. So this week, this week we're uh, we're going to look at some decades. Yeah, and we're going to start with the seventies, nineteen seventies. This decade that you both are from. Yeah, exactly. He started Same it. Age. I ended it. <laughs> and closed, uh, it closed it out. Uh, and he, uh, yeah, nineteen seventies. Yeah, we might do a few of these. Break. Like the, I feel like these are kind of fun. Like you know, this one might be that if we go up. And, this might be the toughest one because when we get in the 80s and 90s, we're going to all have memories of stuff that we can reflect on. I'm probably mm. the only one here who has some memories yeah. of the 70s. Yeah, why would it be tough? Why would this one be tough? No, the other ones. Like, we have memories of it. Oh, well, then I misspoke. I meant the, this one will be tough. That will be yeah. easier because, oh. because we'll all have memories to. Yeah. Well, we did a pretty good job making fun of Andrew Jackson and, and never, I didn't meet him. <laughs> so I'd imagine we'd be all right. Yeah. <laughs> because, uh, I, I mean, if this, if this one's just awful and it's like, well, I just don't remember any of this. So, <laughs> I mean, we, we talked about calendars. We, I mean, I don't know if there's nothing we've talked about that I'm like, oh, yeah, I have memory never of. Never been to Rhode Island. Never yeah. been to Rhode Island. We did quite a bit on that. <laughs> Well, can I ask a, a, a maybe a larger question before we dive in? Yeah. So when we think about the '70s and the '80s and the '90s now, these are decades that have distinct. They have personalities to them. Like we have in our mind, we can visualize what they look like. Yeah. Are you aware of those things in the moment? Like when you're in the '90s, are you like, oh, is this a this is the distinct? He was black time and white. Period? His family was black and white, <laughs> and so. When they would go eat dinner, him and his family, they would all be in black and white. And he remembers, obviously, you're going to remember when you when you see your mom in color for the first time. Yeah, uh, That's a pretty powerful thing. 
You, everybody remembers where they were that day. What was that? The seventies, mid seventies, mid seventies. First time you saw them in color. Yeah. I mean, I said on this podcast, I, my first memory that I can put a date on is going with my mom when she voted in the 1976 election. Yeah. And that, there was three memories I could actually remember. I, so I was born November 71, so I would have been eight when the 70s were ending. So I remember that. I vaguely remember when Elvis died. Just vague. Mm-hmm. When did he die? Like 78, I think. Oh, I thought he didn't die until like the 80s. No, 77, 78. I remember when he died. 77. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, uh, I have vague memory of that. I have vague memories of the Iran hostage situation. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> these yeah, are yeah, traumatizing like, memories. I as a not, kid. Dude, you know, <laughs> so that's what you remember. First thing I remember, yeah. Iran hostage. <laughs> you know, they wake your mom, wake you up. Your mom and dad come in. Iran, there's a hostage situation. Iran, and you go, I know, I know. You've already listened to it on the yeah. radio. <laughs> You're preparing for your news career. <laughs> what uh, do you think of? Well, to answer your question, I don't. I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, now, have you ever yep. seen? There's someone posted some videos of uh, I saw of like 1930s in color, mm-hmm. and it was on uh, I don't know Instagram or YouTube or something. I forget where I looked at it, but it was pretty crazy. And you're like seeing it where you're like, oh, they just, they just, you know, when you really think about it, because it is, it is hard. Like you see 1930s, and you're like. You're like, I mean, what was it like then? But you, when you see these pictures and colors, and it's just like home videos, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's 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 very like, you know, personal, and it's not like a an actual video of something crazy. It's just like them at the beach, mm-hmm. and it's and you see them in color. It's like, yeah, they're just the girls are in a bathing suit mm-hmm. at the beach, the same way we go to the bathing suit at the beach, yeah. And like, it's just you're the way we see it. Like, it's it's pretty interesting to see that video to go like, yeah, dude, they just. It was just different, and they dressed right. different. It makes you realize right. we're all the yeah. same. The world was a little grainier, yeah. but other yeah. than that, <laughs> it does humanize them in a way. Yeah, yeah, like it just you're 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 all just like oh, it's all just mm-hmm. they they just went to the beach like we did. And yeah. they they just used what they had. Yeah, and you know, someone just recently, I think it was a documentary, colorized all the footage from World War One, and it just it showed like it was Peter Jackson did that okay. yeah that movie that came out i think it was in theaters and it did just to your point it just makes you realize these are just young guys like us at one time you know in their life not that different than now uh-huh. it does make it seem more relevant right yeah for sure yeah i uh when i think of the 70s i think of not that i remember it but watergate that's just something you hear about 70s yeah <laughs> you don't yeah, yeah sure <laughs> i mean i think i think like hippie you know lava like, lamps yeah like that's i think that's of woodstock like i to me that thinks you know well, that was the 60s yours is oh i don't know i mean it all blends together <laughs> yours is the iran hostage situation and watergate <laughs> i ran hostage because i vaguely remember and watergate just because i hear people talk about yeah <laughs> five minutes into the first decades episode we were like ah that all blends together dude <laughs> <laughs> It's all the same. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We're gonna have a pretty hard time with this topic. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, the Vietnam War ended in the seventies. Yeah, I mean, we're just good night. Well, I don't know what else we, huh? Just fun stuff. I don't know. Maybe open up with some lighthearted. It was a like, tough decade, dude. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot going on. I mean, no, don't you already started now? Just right. go. You already pulled the band-aid off of just you know well i was just kind of how this is how the 70s started Did you think the war should have been happening 
the Vietnam. Well, do you remember if you did you protest the Vietnam War? <laughs> Were you afraid of being drafted? <laughs> I tried to get out of the way. The stuff I remember from the seventies, right out of the gate, right, right, to yeah, mix right. some of this, okay. but it's still going to happen. Oh yeah. Well, uh, have you guys heard about the Kent State? Good night. <laughs> Massacre. I mean, yeah. You whispered massacre. Everybody can hear that. You're, you're just hoping that not everybody hears it. Like that. Into the microphone. Yeah, like everybody. You're hoping that some people that are listening at home don't. They go, no, no. They who needed to hear it needed to hear it. Uh, I mean, that's if we don't think this audience is all just us together. It's it's that moment of just whispering to everybody, right? Everybody remembers the masquerade. Is he, I don't, you know, what if someone's watching this uh, with no headphones on a subway right now? <laughs> you know? Uh, uh, the closed captioning wouldn't get that. That person listened yeah. to it with the closed captioning. <laughs> so that's, oh man. What happened with Kent State? Was it a Vietnam protest? The Vietnam protests, students at Kent State University were protesting the war and things got out of hand and the National Guard shot and killed four students. Okay, and that was this is the beginning of the seventies. This, this is, is in nineteen seventy. Out of the gates. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's so that's be a tough decade. Just setting the tone for what the semi started uh, like. Yeah. Yeah. People were upset about the war, students getting killed. Yeah. yeah. Stuff like that. Um, and then the nineteen seventy two uh, Olympics in Munich. Fun one. <laughs> what happened there? I mean, basically everything's got a movie made about it. Yeah, everything that you're like is is uh, everything's won an Oscar. Yeah, that we're about. I mean, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, there was a movie about Munich. That's when the Israeli Olympic athletes got killed. Oh, I've never heard yeah. of that. Yeah. yeah, it's a good movie. Palestinians yeah. kidnapped them and like nine. Yeah, uh, they didn't enjoy it, but the movie's great. Yeah, yeah. your family will enjoy going out to the movie and watching about this family that gets torn <laughs> apart. Uh, Tough one for them to relive. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I thought it was crazy. They delayed the Olympics by twenty four hours before they resumed. Doesn't that seem kind of quick? Yeah, nine people kidnapped and murdered. They just took yeah. a day off, and then they're yeah. like back at it. Yep. Yeah. Wow. They just you know the uh, steeplechase. They just didn't do that that year. <laughs> The trials, summer trials are going on right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're watching. It's crazy. Like Usain Bolt's not in it, and uh, there's no one like him. Mm-hmm. Like, it's he was so fast, and it's 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 weird to see them all kind of be together now, and there's no one like, he's Ooh. just so are much. Are they even touching his times? I don't think so. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm sure someone's going to come along, obviously, because they, you know, people always do. It's always funny. They always have you watch. I watched sprinting last night. Just we got the one white guy. Did you finish last? I mean, <laughs> the only reason he didn't is because someone pulled up with a hammy. <laughs> and that guy still almost beat him. <laughs> but I mean, that's the only reason he wasn't last. He did better than he was. It looked respectable. Yeah. He was last. He held his own. He was last. Okay. But he was respectable. He was. Right. What country was he from? Oh, this is all the U.S. trials. Yeah. Yeah. U.S. Okay. trials. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It just, you see him and you're like, this guy doesn't even have a chance. <laughs> it's and, weird to me that in basketball, no matter what level you're on, there will be white guys on the team, but they're going to usually be on the bench. I get it in high school. Sometimes you may not have enough players. You yeah, got to. Yeah. But if you're going to have to get a college scholarship, it's weird to me that they're good enough to make the team, but but be on the bench. And then if they make it to the NBA, mm-hmm. I know there are exceptions, but usually it's mostly white guys on the bench. It's just odd to me they can keep getting to that next level, but they just can't quite get over the threshold. Mm. Well, some, I mean, some do. Some do, yeah. Yeah. I just notice it's uh, 
disproportionate amount. Uh, Herder had like great grain must sight for the Hawks. What'd you say? It's Herder or something like that, whatever his name is. Mm -hmm. I don't know. He's a redhead for the Atlanta Hawks, and he looks yeah. like he's about 18 years old. Yeah. And he had an unbelievable game. Uh, uh, it's funny. I always like, I would want to be on the team just to be one of those guys with the warm up jacket on that just reacts to stuff on the bench. That's every March Madness I mm -hmm. watch. There's just guys, you're like, that guy's never played. All he does is they, they hold their teammates the this, back. Yeah, yeah. The, this guy holds it back. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's trying, but you're dressed <laughs> like one right now. Uh, I mean, that's essentially exactly what they would wear. You know, you'd have your and you're, uh -huh. and you're the guy with the hat on. They go, well, he's definitely not getting in. Right. <laughs> You've already right, been told right. you're there, and they already said. You know, they're like, you don't even have to suit up. We don't. You're, we don't have a spot for you. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes you do get a spot. But then today he's like, no, you don't got a spot. You got your wedding ring on. Yeah, yeah, found it. Yeah, that's cool. I man. left it at like three different places. Oh, wow. Yeah. And uh, found it. But that reminded me of seventh grade baseball. I played for the JV team, so they were like eighth and ninth graders. Mm -hmm. So I just never – I would never see the field. Yeah. And the coach was yelling at the – he was yelling at the the starters at one point. He goes, do you guys want to play baseball? Or you want to go sit? You want to go eat sunflower seeds with Weber? Yeah. <laughs> like, you are the example. Yeah. Example of yeah. like, do you want to be that or that? Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. I've forgotten about that. Yeah. Uh, so do you guys you play football? Football, baseball, basketball. Did you start in football. Football, I did. Yeah, yeah. At the end, yeah. like junior, senior year, or senior year. Yeah. What position? Center. I think we know. <laughs> Quarterback. Somewhere on the line. Yeah. Answer is kind of ridiculous. <laughs> you know. I think he, he asked that safety. to be polite. Safety. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you'd be a defensive back. In, in the middle, probably somewhere. <laughs> in the thick of it. In the thick of it, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say what spot did you play, but could you talk to the defense pretty easily? Because they were pretty close pretty to your close face. To, oh, yeah. Yeah. Hand touched the ball uh, as much as the quarterback. Yeah, like, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. So he's quarterback here. Come on, right. <laughs> yeah. what are we doing here? Yeah. <laughs> what are we? What are we having here? Well, another thing that happened in the seventies: plane crashes were just a thing. Like there'd be one or two <laughs> big ones every year. <laughs> yeah. Like when's the last time we've had a, in the U.S. at least a commercial air? Crash? I don't. It's that's been years. Knock on wood. I mean, yeah. you're like you're rooting for one. <laughs> no. uh, good I, night. I don't know of one my whole life. You know, I can't think of a, a major in the U.S. One. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the one that went down in the Hudson River, maybe that might be the last one. The they all survived, didn't they? It's still, it's a plane crash. Uh, Tom makes an Oscar was, about it. There was one a few weeks after nine eleven in New York. At nine eleven, well, <laughs> I mean, my God, you know, you're like, I don't yeah, even let's know. Back up a few more weeks. Yeah, 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 yeah there's yeah. some big ones. Yeah, nine on eleven. I guess y'all don't count that. <laughs> you're talking about falling out of the air. Well, and so in 1970, Wichita State football team yeah. got killed in a car crazy. in a plane crash. A month later, Marshall's football team. Yeah. Wow. Plane crash. And Marshall got a movie. Yeah. Why didn't Wichita get anything? I don't know. I guess it wasn't a good story. <laughs> yeah. They had two planes, so half the team made it and half the team didn't. And Marshall, the whole team, mm -hmm. didn't make it. Uh, okay. Mm -hmm. That's pretty crazy, though, in college football. And back to back months, a team just. And if you're a college football team, you're like the percentages are high. Yeah, yeah. that's the percentages here are borderline higher than the COVID right now. Like you, <laughs> yeah. would, 
<laughs> you have better. You would you, right now. You have less chance to die from COVID than you do from a plane crash during that month. Yeah, you're going. They're all going down. Yeah, it's like George Costanza. He has Keith Hernandez. That yeah. Don't you ever worry about this? Yeah, the plane crash going down. The first time he meets in locker room, yeah. just the odds are just with you. The whole thing would just get wiped out. That's <laughs> yeah. like his opening conversation yeah. with him. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, you know the the well, we've, there's been a bunch of like Malaysia, uh-huh. that one that just missing. Yeah, I guess there's been a bunch, uh, but crazy the Malaysia one. I don't know if they they haven't found anything, right? Like that's unbelievable. Maybe it's parts, yeah, like yeah, they debris. found parts. So there's yeah, it's like the movie Manifest. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they uh, I watched the pilot of that show by the way yeah yeah Manifest you like it after, no dude. oh the other thing that that guy uh, loses his job the the brother uh huh to start the episode mm-hmm. they've been gone for five years they magically reappear <laughs> and his workplace still goes well we're we've we've went in a different direction uh-huh. you don't go no we hired him back yeah. The PR of that alone, <laughs> yeah. to as a company, just to go, you fired one of the our ma- alien magic people <laughs> that just disappeared for five years and come back, and you go, uh, we've already filled yeah. your spot. So, mm-hmm. and he and he's like, he's like, I'm looking in the wanted ads for a newspaper. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the, for a job, it's ridiculous. Well, I, I love that Nate was like. He said, "I was out when the guy was like, ah, sorry, I couldn't come. I was busy at work." And that was like maybe 90 seconds into the episode oh, yeah. that that happened. You were out pretty quick. <laughs> well, that's insane. If, if if it's such a crazy thing, yeah. you uh, these people appeared. Yeah. They were gone for five years. And the guy comes and says, they're back I'm alive. at work. Dude. And I'm yeah. just, boo. What time do they land? And you're, what time do they land? <laughs> they just got, I don't know. I'll see her when I see her. She's back. You know, I think that show got canceled the day you talked about it. So Ronaldo is not the only one who has some power. <laughs> it's been canceled. Oh, I thought it just got canceled last week. No, I don't. I don't think so. Uh, but the plane, oh, plane crashes are crazy. My brother. So remember the one uh, where the, that stopped all the uh, uh, big Boeing planes that had a the seven thirty seven Max. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you know, remember the plane crash, yes. right? They yes. did that. Have we talked about that? My brother. Did we talk about that on this? No, I think you just told me. Uh, you ready for this? So, uh, you know the one, it was in maybe Africa, Africa or something like that, right? In the plane that just crashed and they shut down all those 737 Boeing Maxes. Mm-hmm. My brother was uh, a plane behind that plane. Wow. On a, at that airport. Saw that plane on the Saw runway. Saw that plane on the runway. Some of those people, they flew, he was doing a mission trip and they go to Uganda and uh so they uh Derek they went they went to Toronto first and so Derek was on a plane with Toronto and all these people they went to where I forget where was it uh wherever they went and then some people on Derek's plane then went to go get on that flight do y'all know that or no like the and some uh it wasn't uh it wasn't in Uganda no it was the that's where they were going it was wherever they were going before that. Okay. And so, but Derek and them, they didn't know the plane crashed until they landed. Mm-hmm. But they, it flew, they saw it take off. Wow. And people that were on that plane that went down were on my brother's flight that went over there. And they just happened to go that way. And Derek went, it was going to Uganda. Did he have a picture of it? 
out, out on the. He has a picture of on the in the uh, what like waiting in the the airport. Mm-hmm. So it's just a broad. It's just a picture, but it's just a picture, mm. and it is crazy to think like you probably went through that picture. You'd be like, some of those people were on that mm-hmm. flight. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah, it's really crazy. Yeah, that was one that was yeah we uh uh we did yeah we did not tell my mom right away yeah exactly. like not that she knew where they were going but i don't i forget yeah like we, it was something that we didn't uh, we didn't mention that she, my mom didn't realize that they were the plane behind them like we didn't really like say that like she knew that they were flying over there but she didn't realize that it was which we didn't all realize that yeah. either at first that he was that close to it that close to it. Yeah. Plane that goes up. Yeah. It's crazy. Did you find something on Manifest? Yeah, it got canceled a week ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. And now they're they're talking about Netflix trying to save it. Save it from what? <laughs> you go, you know. I got I got a few ideas. Maybe act like the characters care that they magically appear. I don't like it if a show it has some crazy thing like that. And then everybody still is like kind of like whatever about it. That being said, we apparently don't care about aliens here. So uh, I like the show Monk a lot. Yeah. I've seen every episode of Monk. And the premise of Monk is that he's this genius detective, Mm -hmm. right? But he's super weird. (laughs) And you're like six seasons in, Monk has a theory about a case. And they're all like, oh, Monk, oh, crazy Monk. And I'm like, yeah. no, he solved 100 murders yeah. in like the last six years. And yeah. nobody still trusts him. Yeah. Like, yeah, here we go. Yeah, oh, Monk ba, up ba, to ba, his- ba, ba. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah, he's been right 100% of the time. I mean, he's time. got books probably. Yeah. He's on the news every night being interviewed. They can't believe that he solved everything. Yeah. 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 Uh, the seventies were also the heyday of cults. Okay, oh, big cults nice. going on. Um, I could have been in a cult. Yeah, I think I think if a cult would have went after me, they could have had me. Mm-hmm. Sunshine cleaners. Think, yeah, not yeah from Seinfeld. Yeah, I think not now. But I mean, if they would have came out the gate, mm. you think you're good now? You're not. I think I'm fine now. Okay, I, I'm I'm too old. Yeah, and uh, I, I yeah. I, I, but they could have came out of they, if they if they were recruited they'd have been at my graduation of the steps. I could have probably been talking. Yeah. To <laughs> well, Charles Manson, uh, you know, he was that was in his heyday yeah. and stuff. And then the most famous one, maybe heyday's a funny term. You know, <laughs> this is a good time. That's, uh, <laughs> you know, that's like yeah. Cults. So Walter Payton's heyday uh, <laughs> when he was when he was at his best was Charles Manson at his best. This is the time we're talking about. Yeah, O.J. Simpson also it was during his heyday. Charles Manson, O.J. wasn't O.J. This was his heyday. Was the yeah, seventies. Yeah. Well, I thought he was more of a sixties guy, but no. In uh, okay. the NFL, was the seventies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jonestown. <laughs> Do you know what Jonestown is? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, what it, I, I do, but I know it's bad. The term "don't drink the Kool Aid" was from, from that. that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's just a crazy story that this guy convinced all these people to follow this cult, and then they go down to Guyana. I guess that's how you say that, right? In South mm-hmm. America, and then a congressman comes down there to investigate with people, and they kill him and the NBC news crew that's with him. They did. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that part. Some of the people wanted to escape. Some of the people were like, you got to get us out of here. So they took a few people. And then Jim Jones' followers 
found them at the airport and and killed them all. Just shot them? Like, yeah. And at then, the airport? Mm-hmm. And is that what did them? Did they get in trouble? <laughs> they got a little bit of trouble. That's when he told them, they're yeah. coming to get us, so everybody drink this punch. And 900 people committed suicide. Yeah. And he didn't, did he drink it too? He uh, shot and killed himself. Oh. And did he tell them like that they're going to die from this punch? Uh, yeah, I think they yeah, knew. Yeah, they knew what was going on. Yeah. I've actually, and I really regret listening to it, but there are audio tapes of this happening. Oh, really? Of his last speech, and then you hear people. And I listened to it years ago out of curiosity, and I wish I hadn't. Yeah, you, know, you hear people just dying? like You yeah. hear people, yeah, yelling, and then they start to realize what's happening, and they don't like it, Yeah, to say the least. It's pretty, like, harrowing. Yeah. You know? I would have, I feel like you just wait a second and be like, you know, <laughs> is everybody drink this gate? Like, <laughs> yeah. You got fake take, fake take yeah. a sip. Yeah. <laughs> Throw it over your shoulder. <laughs> what was that? Uh, 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 uh. I mean, everybody else is going to be dead. So you just, then you get up and walk out. Mm -hmm. You know, there had to be a couple of those. Yeah. Or there were people, I think there were people who were refusing and then they come up with guns and make, make them drink it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It was like way more violent and tragic than uh, even it was in my mind. Yeah. Mine, it's this peaceful, like, oh, let's just all ship it. But yeah, nah, dude, it was. Yeah. I mean, dying's uh, a nightmare. I think dying's like that. Uh, it's a little more, you know. I know it's sweet in your head, and you go, "Oh, so they went night night." And you go, "Yeah, they just went a little, kind of close their eyes." All right, all right. There's kids listening to this. Good night. Sorry. Um, hey, everybody. Sorry. <laughs> sorry about the massacre. Yeah. Uh, music in the seventies changed. Uh, all yeah. right. All right. Here, here we, we go. go. Music. Uh, What's the top thing say? Oh, Concord, you want to talk about that? Yeah, what is that? That's the the flight, the supersonic flight. Yeah. Um so, have you heard of the Concord? No. It's the first supersonic flight. It's faster than the speed of sound and it could fly you from the from Europe to US in half the time. Wow. And they, they came with that in the 70s. Started in 76 and cost $600 to fly one way between London in Washington. Oh, it worked? People could do it? They did it for years. Yeah. Well, why did they stop doing it? Uh, it didn't end until 2003. It, um, I think flights got a, a lot more convenient and better. Mm -hmm. And then I think the cost of it was just... Was the... Oh, flights now are faster than this. No, they're not faster than this, but I think overall aviation's gotten a lot better. So it's, it's more similar to what this was. Hmm. I think there's some talk about... What's the... Dude, look up the Concorde. What's it look like? It's There's kind of the, slick looking, yeah. small. Yeah, I didn't know you could like commercially do this. Yeah, rich people could do it. That's crazy. They had to only fly from like East Coast to like London. Over, they had to fly only over water because when you break the sound barrier, it causes a sonic boom. Yeah. So you can't be flying over populated areas. I mean, what are the uh, seats like in that? They said they were pretty tight, actually. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I think they squeeze people in. They would get over 100 people on that plane. And then they, and you have to just say, and how long would the flight be? Half the distance of a normal flight. So what's the flight from New York to London? Was that six hours, seven hours? Yeah. Mm. So it'd be half that. Three hours. And, it, and you hear, I mean, how fast, do you realize how fast you're going in there? It's going 1,300 
miles per hour. I know. Do you like? Is it about seven hours? That flight is New normally York to, New York to London. Yeah, and so it's half of that. And I mean, can you realize it's? Are you just like, uh, like you know, the whole time, just kind of head back and? I don't know about that. They did say it was loud. It was louder than what planes are today. Yeah. Um, so it's not faster than the speed of sound. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> but it's, you know, I mean, I feel like you just come right off of it and just go. What, what surprised you about it? How loud it was. I thought we were outrunning, running, outrunning sound. And I mean, this is, you should have heard this guy snore behind me the whole time. I mean, my goodness, noisiest plane I've ever been on my life. <laughs> I was looking forward to a little peace and quiet, yeah. to be honest with you. <laughs> I was leaving some sound behind, and turns out it was all over me. It's funny to think about. You can't hear each other till you land, and all of a sudden the conversation's <laughs> yeah, because yeah. they catch up. Yeah. I just <laughs> you go, oh. <laughs> Cram it in. Yeah. Oh. Huh. <laughs> Your conversation's still back over the ocean. Yeah. Just got here. All yeah. the flight attendant announcements and everything all just hits you, you know, once at <laughs> yeah, the end. Yeah, right at the yeah. Man. There's yeah. no drink service at the uh because we were going so fast. You're like, oh, that's why they didn't come. Why didn't they say that before we started going? I used to think the speed of sound and the speed of the light were basically the same thing, but there's a big difference. Oh, I don't I've never thought yeah, of that. Yeah, they're the speed of two different things, you know. I just thought they were both instantaneous, but light's a lot faster. Yeah. Um, <laughs> How quick this podcast go down is pretty quick. What's that? The speed the of speed, light. Yeah. The speed of sound of uh, that statement <laughs> wasn't fast <laughs> enough. People wanted it to end quicker than it started. Um, all right. So music. Yeah. Um, disco. Was the big thing that happened in the late yeah. 70s? Saturday Night yeah. Fever. Bee Gees. Yep, Bee Gees. Yeah. I just watched the Bee Gees documentary. I didn't realize how big they were. I mean, they were about as big as it gets. Yep. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. At that time, late 70s, uh-huh. Bee Gees and Abba and mm. Bread. My mom liked Bread. My mom loves Bread. Yeah. Bread's a great band. Yeah. Oh. I was talking about the food. <laughs> Nate's like, oh, yeah. there's a band also? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, funk music took off in the 70s. Uh, heavy metal kind of became a thing because of disco, like yeah. Led Zeppelin, yeah, Jimi Hendrix, stuff like that. Jimi Hendrix and Jim Morrison and uh, Janis Joplin all died at 27. There's mm-hmm. a 27 club. Have you guys heard this? Yeah, yeah, and so is Kurt Cobain, Kurt Cobain, uh, Amy, Amy Winehouse. Winehouse. There's like mm-hmm. a ton of people. One of the, I think, Rolling Stones. Wasn't Jim Croce 27 too? I it may think. have been. Yeah. One of the Rolling Stones was? Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't know one of them died. One of the early, early on. Though. Yeah. It was, the other ones really showed them. <laughs> yeah, they sure did. <laughs> they stuck around. I mean, you can imagine that guy's going, he's up there in heaven just waiting on them. He's like, <laughs> <sighs> I mean... <laughs> How old could they be? Right, you like know, like, Jagger's still having kids. Yeah, he's sitting there. Yeah, he just—he's up there waiting on them to get there. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I'd at least see some of them. You know, he was gonna get the band back yeah, together yeah. up there. <laughs> I mean, I promise you guys, I was in a great band. Yeah, yeah. they'll be they, here. They'll be here. I just don't. That's unbelievable. They're not. Elvis was in his 
fat years. Yeah. He did uh, that uh, concert Aloha from Hawaii, which I think we mentioned last week. 1.5 billion viewers yeah, watched it. So many that's almost as much as MASH. Yeah. <laughs> MASH started in the 70s. Oh, yeah. This is a great time. Have you watched MASH? I've seen some of MASH. Okay. It's not like one of my favorite shows. I, just, I mean, you go after it like you're, it's your, like it's your West Wing. <laughs> yeah. Was it your parents' West Wing? Uh, my my dad was West Wing. Oh, but, so Mash wasn't was you, Mash your grandparents West Wing? <laughs> do you think? Maybe, yeah, I guess so. That was the, do you like the do you like I the think mash? it was it was more like Gunsmoke, one of those kind of shows. Yeah, Bonanza, all those westerns. I read that the seventies kind of was the end of the westerns, Bonanza, Gunsmoke, and started the cop dramas. That's when oh. like Chips, uh, Chips, the Rockford Files. Um, when uh, Andy Griffith went over to uh, uh, Mayberry, no, the lawyer when he oh was Matlock, Matlock, yeah, that was the eighties. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that'll be next episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't get ahead. Yeah, <laughs> do you know the theme song to Mash? What it's called? Um, Suicide is Painless. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, it's a very morbid Fits song. With the seventies, to be honest, <laughs> yeah, it does. Seventies I mean, are brutal. Yeah, like, yeah, that's. From the, I mean, everything is, <coughs> yeah, a lot of, a lot of death and dying, yeah, tragedy. And it's funny that you do think hippie, you you know, you think loving. I guess that is the sixties. Mm-hmm. The seventies, what is the, what we had to pay for for the sixties? Yeah. That's yeah. what someone would say. Like, yeah, I read an AMA on Reddit, like Ask Me Anything, where somebody just gets on there and answers questions. Yeah, uh, this woman that I think was over a hundred years old. She was born in like the, tw- I think the twenties. This was a few years ago. She was born in the twenties, and somebody was like, "What did you think of like the hippie movement in the seventies? And she just had such a unique perspective. She was already like an old, a middle aged, you know, a woman in. Her she was f- over a hundred then. No, no, she was like in her fifty. No, she was a hundred now. Yeah, but yeah, so she, for the twenties, she would have been fifty in the seventies if she was born in nineteen twenty. Right. So she was like, I was a grown adult. And these and she like hated these kids. They're like they're selfish. They're annoying. Yeah. Just to hear that perspective, I feel like you only hear it from their perspective. Yeah. Where it's like it's all love, dude. Like peace. Yeah. Peace and harmony. And they're like, no, these kids stunk. It's what they they should be. You should you know in your twenties is it's about that. Like you should be like no, we love everything. Blah blah whatever. Uh And then you you hit your. 40s you become an adult and you go no no no, i have a kid we have responsibilities like you're, it, you're, it shifts mm-hmm. and it should shift and that's a problem now i think people don't shift they just stay, stay i think people are were. getting older and they're and they're not having kids and they're 30 and they're you know and so they're they still got the mindset of a 20 year old but they're 30 and like that's you know you're kind of like oh it's like mm-hmm. talking it's not someone that just you know that's like oh you gotta be a grown-up adult you gotta have responsibilities and people are having kids now in the mid thirties. I mean, you know, I was uh, I was probably early thirties, uh, but like they, but like now it's like people are you know, and people are not having children. So then, if you don't have children, like you're what you, if you don't have a family, you don't have like, and not saying anything's wrong or bad about this, <clears throat> but your your like desires can be way different than you know. It's like you can like sometimes people can be obsessed with Twitter, you know, older than they should be. Yeah. Versus someone that's like, I got four kids. I don't even know if Twitter exists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that person, they live different lives. Mm-hmm. 
this person can't, everything's the worst day ever. How's everything going wrong? How are these people doing all this stuff? And then this person with the family is like, I don't even, I'm barely surviving. I have multiple jobs. Wow. I've, and that's the thing. Yeah, so you got to think about those people. People forget about those people and they like talk for, you know, yeah. the 30s. The, but it is pretty interesting. I think that stuff's sh- switching for sure. Back then, I mean, people have kids that you, you know, my parents were 23 when I was born. Like they, like people had kids that, that's yeah. when they had kids. And now that age has gone way up. My dad mm-hmm. had three kids, but now he was my age. Already. Wow. That's what you, that, and that's, that's what you did. And that's completely changed now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, the best selling album of the 70s was Pink Floyd's The Dark Side of the Moon. It was on the Billboard Top 200 chart for 741 weeks. Wow. That's, uh, that's over 14 years. Wow. That's so crazy. 14 years? Yeah. Wow. Not even that good of an album. Yeah, no, it's pretty good. Yeah, do you have it? I to start trashing it. <laughs> yeah, most overrated band of all time, dude. Oh. No, they're good. I'm just kidding. All right, you don't like them? No, they're they're great. No, I was kidding. just joking. That's the, fine, uh, dude. You don't like them. If the, you don't like them. You don't like. Them. <laughs> it is what it is. The uh, Eagles' greatest hits was released in 1976, and in 2018, it became the uh, best-selling album of all time. The greatest hits. Mm-hmm. If that doesn't tell bands something, then I don't know what does. What does it tell? That's when we want to hear your greatest hits. <laughs> yes, yeah. play your greatest hits. That's yeah. the greatest. You know, it's like yeah, go out there, play the hits, baby. Did you know their name? Did you know they're Eagles? They're not the Eagles. I did not know that. You know that Eagles. They're just Eagles. Yeah. Well, Eagles had the have the first and third best selling album of all time. That's pretty crazy. Could you not say yeah. the in front of the sentence, though? You could, but that if you were just like, what's the name of the band? Eagles. Eagles. Yeah. We're going to see. But Eagles. I always call them the Eagles because it just seems to make sense. Well, because the sentence you're using probably requires the. Mm-hmm. But like the Beatles, the name of the band is the Beatles. Yes. They're not just Beatles. Yes. That's the difference. Because they were like, you're going to have to say the in front of it every time. <laughs> yeah. So we'll do the work for you. <laughs> Where eagles are going, no, you got to do the V. And you're like, why don't you do it? And they go, no, 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 we don't do it. Uh-huh. The Beatles are like, no, we're doing it for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We already type it in, the Beatles. And you're like, thanks. Thanks for typing it for yeah. us. <laughs> Aren't you friends with one of the Beatles? I mean, one of the Eagles? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dude. The, yeah. Just the Beatles. I'd I feel be like that would have come up. <laughs> I got yeah, Paul McCartney. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll get him to do when we do London. I don't know where he's from or something. Liverpool. Liverpool. And you go, what's a Liverpool, man? I thought it was just a soccer team, but it's a place, huh? <laughs> That's what I would say about Liverpool. <laughs> is it? What is Liverpool? I just know it's a soccer team. Yeah. It's city. a town. It's a city, yeah. Yeah. It's a yeah. weird name. I like it. Liverpool. You know, that's a crazy. Oh, it is weird. Yeah. yeah. What do you think about it? I'm from Liverpool. If it wasn't for, and that's where he's from, Paul McCartney. Yeah. Sort of the. And if he, and the, yeah. I mean, that, yeah. People could get upset about, you know, kids coming over from Liverpool. You're <laughs> going to put your wallets away. <laughs> like, that sounds like a town that would be. And then, then they got a great soccer team now, right? Or famous know. one. I don't know. Yeah, a big one. And yeah. then Paul McCartney. Probably a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. So, so now they're doing real good. Now who's who? Mm-hmm. Liverpool's like, yeah, turn it around on yeah. you. Yeah. 
Uh, I, he went back to his old house or something. I saw a video like that once. He did carpool karaoke. Yeah. He went to his yep. old town. That was actually really cool. Yeah. Went to his old barber shop and everything. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, yeah. So, no, I did when I did, uh, I did Joe Walsh's 70th birthday. Uh, but I think I've talked about that on here. They get maybe you have. Uh, when I, Tom Hanks was there and uh, at Ringo Starr, I did a show for uh, Ringo Starr. I was looking in the front row and I was doing my stand up. And are you uh, being serious? Yeah. yeah. So, he does have a connection to the Beatles. Oh, um, yeah. And the, yeah, okay. I do. <laughs> uh, he just found out Rico Starr was in the Beatles. Yeah. Yeah. Could I get him on here? You're like, I could at least have a shot. I could try. <laughs> I could try. But with Joe, it was Joe's 70th birthday, and they uh, and I performed, and it was sitting right in the front. I mean, there were everybody, like, Tom, like it was a lot of super famous people there. And then uh, it was Joe Walsh, Ringo Starr uh, were sitting right up front. That's the only people that performed on the show. He did. I did stand up, and then they both played and that was the show and it was at this small kind of thing and they just you know had you, fun did you bury him dude i brought the they did not know so joe's a fan of comedy and uh and likes comedy but i don't think people really knew that i was supposed to be doing this show yeah and so i mean i went up and it's funny as i did the dead horse joke and uh i was doing it and you feel like you're in a you're in a place with kind of like you know, people that are real animal activists. And so I'm just talking about this horse being dead. And it was just like kind of tight. Like they're like, what are you doing? And then when I said it was alive, the relief that was felt. And then then after that, the set was good. And then, uh, but it was like, they didn't know. uh, They didn't know. uh, I don't like, they didn't know me. Like, you know, Joe just was like, I want you to perform it. Like he likes comedy. Uh, and then, and then when you're up there performing, you can see Tom Hanks and you're like, you know, it's like, I mean, he's just sitting, you know, I, I know where he's sitting and like, you're just kind of like, you can't stop kind of looking that back way. And then I mean, I'm looking down and then front row is Ringo Starr with the glasses and Joe Walsh and Brad Paisley and Paul Allen. And you're up there doing your Liverpool bit about yeah. the name of was Liverpool. It's a real <laughs> tough, rough town, huh? And then the, uh. Uh, Drew uh, Carey was there. Uh, Richard Lewis was there. They were very nice to me afterwards. They were like, they were like, man, I couldn't believe you went up and did this. It was great. Man. But I mean, I was like, why would I not do it? Like, I, if I was them, I wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, there was a lot of uh, crazy. It was yeah, it was, it was it was awesome. And then we just hung out and talked to Tom Hanks and his wife Rita afterwards for a long time. They were very very cool and nice. And then talked to Joe and. Uh, yeah, it's kind of crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah that's one of the crazier true. gigs I've ever. I'm mean, probably the craziest gig. Yeah, yeah. You guys want to guess the top grossing movie of the seventies? Uh, Jaws. Oh, great guess! It's a great guess. Uh, Saturday Night Fever. Uh, both on the top ten. Jaws is number two. Okay, don't say one yet. Uh, Halloween. Saturday Night Fever was number eight. Uh, so number one. Uh. Top grossing movie. Mash the film. Yeah. The <laughs> E.T.? That was the 80s. Oh. Uh, they all blur together, Titanic. dude. <laughs> uh, give me any more guess or you mean? Oh, oh. Yeah. Someone's thinking. Uh, is is Halloween not on there? No. 
Yeah, well, that's a dumb guess. Is that really that dumb of a guess? I mean, it's a pretty Apparently big movie. So it's on the top ten. We watched it at a drive-in drive theater. Yeah, forty years later, it's doing okay. <laughs> yeah, that is that is true. Mm-hmm. That is true. But for the game that we're doing, the Ten movie. Commandments with Charlton Heston. No. That's probably is it obvious? Yeah. Like, this, it is obvious. You just oh. hadn't thought of it yet. <clears throat> Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> no, it's not going to be that. It's got to be obvious. What's like a seventies movie that's completely obvious? Blazing Saddles. Indiana Jones. Final answer. <laughs> I don't know. I don't just uh, Star Wars. Star Wars. Oh, Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, yep. I don't think that's that obvious. It's uh, <laughs> like the biggest movie of all. <laughs> yeah, you thought yeah. Halloween was over. Star Wars and Jaws. I forgot. We don't think of Star Wars as a seventies thing. Sorry, I don't. I mean, the whole tr- was it the first were- one was in the seventies, and yeah. then the rest were in the eighties? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like me. <laughs> Then, Barely then they, got in the 70s, but then we really shined in the 80s and yeah. 90s. And then we went down, and now we're back a little. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so it was uh, Star Wars, Jaws, Grease, The Exorcist. Yeah. That's a good How many did you movies. see in a theater? <laughs> uh, I don't think I saw any of these in a the theater. So The Exorcist at age eight in yeah. a theater. <laughs> it was right after this. Um that like the early eighties is when I was old enough to start going to movies. Oh, you uh, never went to a movie in the seventies? I feel like my mom maybe took me to see the jungle book. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or something like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Live play of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no theater. There's no screen. It's an act out. The uh, kind of thing. Put a couple dimes in a bucket right before you go sit down. <laughs> And they goes, that's a lot. <laughs> uh, sports, probably the most famous person of the seventies was Muhammad Ali. Yeah, yeah. He had multiple fights. I think we showed this too. There Gigantic fights, billion over billions of viewers. Mm-hmm. The Rumble in the Jungle and the Thrill in Manila each had over a billion viewers. Yeah. Um, Do you remember him being a thing growing up? I remember his last fight where he lost. And like just the end of his career. I don't remember yeah. his heyday. Yeah. <laughs> when was his last fight? Early eighties. Yeah. I I don't remember. I remember him I think he was already like sick. Or like what did he have? Uh Parkinson's. Parkinson's. The ninety six Olympics in Atlanta yeah. when he lived. Like the I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So everything I remember is kind of that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like look at like Michael J. Fox. Like you think uh which I mean it's like eighties. Like how many people don't remember him before Parkinson was just kind of crazy. Yeah. Do you know I, him I, before Parkinson? Yeah, I knew him from Back to the Future, but that was way after yeah. the fact. Like, I remember you know? when he when they said he had it, and it was like, still doing great. Still made a show. Like, doing awesome. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. The uh, Rumble in the Jungles where Rope-A-Dope uh, was a thing where he basically acted, he, he conserved his energy, and then he, Came out, yeah. Rumble in the Jungle is the one that had the most views. I mean, that's so crazy. That's where that's too. When you get a look at like the famous kind of the most famous thing is that kind of thing. Like, even like a uh, when a billion people are watching, dude, like that's just that's a that's a lot. Everybody knows that person, (laughs) yeah. I mean, that's a lot over a billion. That's, I mean, no one watches that. No one does, not that many people do that stuff. Like where they watch, you know. Yeah. 
Here, here's Muhammad Ali. <laughs> Muhammad Ali doing yeah. the rope dope. It's one of the best. Just dodging punches, yeah. man, and then he does a little, yeah. little shimmy here at the end, mocking him. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, I mean his hands are just down on the ropes. That's, that, yeah, that's unreal. Yeah, maybe one of the greatest sporting, uh, just kind of things, right? It moves or crazy kind of thing. That's rope maybe, dope. Yeah, maybe that's the number one. If you're listening, it's when he's got his hands on the rope. And uh, and he's in the corner, and he just dodges all the punches. Uh-huh. I mean, maybe that's a professional boxer. Is that Joe Frazier? That's or, George Foreman. It's George Foreman. It's not like it's just a dude. Yeah, it's the, the heavyweight champion. Second behind, like we would argue, the second greatest mm-hmm. boxer of all time. Uh-huh. And he just lets he put he puts his hands down, and then just says, and he gets him in a corner, mm-hmm. and he goes, just try to hit me, and he dodges every one. I mean, I don't, is there a better, like, athletic kind of move at the? Uh, I can't think. That's. Right. I, I mean, it, it's like yeah. it's 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 like fifteen punches. Yeah. It's not like it's a it's a one miss. <laughs> it's so many that George Foreman had to just walk away. Well, I think he 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 let George tire himself out, and then he finally comes out and starts pounding him. Yeah. But yeah, like for like Foreman, like just he starts shaking, and then Foreman like kind of gets tired and backs off. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy. Dude. Yeah, so much that Foreman goes, "Well, this isn't working. I've got him in a corner. He's just in a corner. A man is in a corner, and his hands are down, and I can't. And I'm a one of the greatest athletes of all time, mm-hmm. and I can't hit this man in mm-hmm. the face. Yeah, yeah. All right." Let's go back to Kent State. <laughs> uh, uh, so the Chicago White Sox had some crazy promotions. Their owner was you no, know, he would do like they play in shorts, yeah, do different this. stuff. Yeah. So they had disco demolition night. And this is the end of the 70s. A lot of people that loved rock music hated disco. So this local shock jock, they worked together and he did this promotion. The in between the double header, bring your disco. Bring a disco uh, album and we'll destroy it. We'll blow it up in between the doubleheader mm-hmm. out on the field. They were expecting 20,000 people. 50,000 people showed up because this shock jock got everybody to come. Instead of just nicely handing over their album, they started throwing them Man. like his weapons. And then they blew it up on the field. Then people charged the field and just started going crazy. And they had to bring out the riot police because people were just getting so out of hand. And they had to obviously cancel the second game. (laughs) It's hard to go back to a game after that. Yeah. After fires and riots on the field. Yeah. It was the worst sports promotion of all time. Yeah. Well, it got got people at the first game. Still talk about it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is it the Yeah, they could be like, is it the worst? 50,000 people showed up. We thought 20. So that's basically if it would have been double, I got more than double with one game. Mm Mm-hmm. We don't even need to do the second We didn't game. need the second Yeah, game. Maybe it's the best. Maybe it's the best, and it's the most talked about. We're still talking about it today. Yeah, we're not talking about bobblehead night still, yeah. you know? Yeah. This is how you get people there. Uh, it, it's interesting. The fact that you were allowed to do this stuff back then. I know. It's so crazy to even yeah. think to go. They go, yeah, yeah, we're just having them throw the records out on the field. We'll burn them. And we'll burn them on the field in between the doubleheader. And then they go, huh, all right. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Uh, the World Trade Center is open in the 70s. It was 
They were the tallest buildings in the world until less than a year later, the Sears Tower in Chicago passed it. A year uh, later. Yeah. 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 Um, so in television, sitcoms dominated the 70s. Uh, All in the Family was the number one show on television for five straight seasons. Wow. That's hard to believe, like a show now would be the number one. And the ratings, they were like in the 30s, meaning a third of the TV, TVs um, were watching. Yeah, how many show. people is that? Well, I don't know how many people were alive then, but... I mean, how many people are watching their, their show? They don't ever do it by people? Uh, I just don't know what the breakdown is. Uh, like 40 million people watching the episode? Yeah, I think so. I, I, it's in the millions. I really... There are, there are numbers that are nobody's getting today, right? Oh, by far. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Movies don't even probably get some of these. Well, like um, for ratings, like the AFC and NFC championship games, they usually get like a 30-something rating. And they yeah. were All in the Family was doing that every week. AFC, the games now get a third. Now, yeah. Oh, and they were, yeah. Those shows were doing it. Because the cable wasn't really even a thing. I mean, there was cable, but it wasn't like it is today. Yeah, yeah. So you basically had three channels. Uh, But it was all all these Norman Lear shows that just dominated. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, And then Gary Marshall at Happy Days was one of the top shows, Laverne Shirley, Mm -hmm. The Reese Company. You guys seen any of these? Yeah, I've seen them. Yeah, I watched a lot of Happy Days. Uh, Ron Howard, yeah, sneaky career, sneaky great yeah. great career. Andy Griffith, Happy Days, and director, yeah, and a uh, like a major director, one of the best. And his daughter is now a big big huge actress, yeah. yeah, yeah, director. Is it? What really? Yeah, what has she directed? Do you know stuff? <laughs> <laughs> right. She's looking up. She's directed yeah. something recently. Is it Bryce Howard? Is that her name? Yeah. Bryce Dallas. Yeah. Oh, Bryce Dallas. I remember we could have, uh, I don't think she would have done it, but we were like, for like, you know, you get options. Like when you, when you cast a show, like, all right, here's the people you can go try to ask for. But she was someone that like, you just had to offer her the role. Like that's the only thing she would have. The Mandalorian. A couple episodes of the Mandalorian. A couple episodes. (laughs) It's literally a couple. Sorry. But it's pretty, it's only been on two seasons and. I guess that's not good enough. I'm not unimpressed. I'm just saying. I'm trying to. She, uh, she's the one in the Jurassic Park movies. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Ron Howard, did he direct the rest of Element? Or he just did the voice. Uh, I don't know. He's, just yeah. the voice. Just the voice. Okay. Yeah. But he's had a great career. All right. We is there some more stuff? We're gonna. We're getting pretty loose, right here. Where uh, we're, I mean, we're. Like we're at a table having lunch. <laughs> Just, I mean. Uh, Saturday Night Live debuted, 1975. It's first host, George Carlin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's the only one still who didn't appear in any sketches. Oh, he uh, just did the monologue and then peaced out? Yep. That's yeah. the way to do it. Yeah. Didn't want to do it. Richard Pryor won Best Comedy Album uh, in 75, 76, and 77. It's a nice little run. Mm-hmm. For the Grammys, that's pretty crazy. Domination. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Looking for a dismount. Tracy yeah. Tracy Austin won the U.S. Open tennis at age 16. Oh, wow. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> I mean, I guess we're done. Dude. Actually, is, there, is there not, like, that was it? It's just more of that. Yeah, bookend it with sure another what, tragedy, Brian. What yeah. else? What yeah, I'm not sure. Somebody what, get massacred? 
uh, we didn't really talk about Watergate, but <laughs> the oil crisis. Yeah. <laughs> Three Mile Island, I could end on that. What's that? Oh. Uh, that was the nuclear. It's like Chernobyl? Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's the worst. It's uh, like ours. Our Chernobyl. Nuclear accident in U.S. history. The reactor almost <laughs> overblew. It almost had a meltdown at this nuclear reactor. Yeah. The uh, governor <laughs> of uh, Pennsylvania advised pregnant women and preschool-age children to leave the area within a five-mile radius, <laughs> which led to a panic they hoped to avoid when 100,000 people fled the surrounding area. <laughs> so it had to, kind of backfired on them. Yeah, so just yeah. a nightmare. Yeah. But no one died. That's good. Later so we on, did they better. Did. Later on, they did. Oh. Of cancer. But to say, yeah. we, we did better. Than yeah, the that's Soviets, like, that. But... yeah, they, well, they get to go. That's the bad part. They're like, yeah, no, everybody survived. You're like, I mean, a large number of people died, like, because of the radiation <laughs> cancer, like, a few years later. But, I mean, the day that happened, <laughs> yeah, people were at the store the next day, which was one of the major problems <laughs> we found out for the <laughs> amount of people that died years after that but yeah that day everybody no one was even in danger and we didn't make everybody leave which again was a looking back now is a huge mistake we made because this is why so many people have not survived yeah 70s yeah pretty gruesome uh maybe could have went and looked at it with a little funner outlook on the seven you know is there fun stuff? I think that's just the reality of the yeah, times, 70s. man. I think there's a lot yeah. going on. I mean, I don't know what else. the TV shows and movies and stuff I thought would be yeah. funner. The 80s, probably a little more uplifting. I think the 80s and I 90s, think... again, like I said at the beginning, will will at least all be have some skin in the game. Yeah. yeah. As far as stuff that now that we can talk about. I think yeah. you'll be surprised. There's some horrible stuff going on in the 80s yeah. and 90s. Yeah. I can't wait to dive in. Yeah, yeah I can't wait to. <laughs> Uh, get into it. All right, everybody. Uh, y'all shows. Yes, this weekend at the Chicago Zanies oh, in Old yeah. Town, June twenty fifth through the twenty seventh. Come out. You'll I'm headlining. Headlining Chicago Zanies. Yeah, first club ever uh, went up. A couple of our folks, uh, Brent and Leanne Cooper, they do a great ministry um, called Ring of Faith, and they're doing an event Saturday to help uh, the homeless in Nashville. And uh, it's free. We just ask people to bring supplies for, for homeless that they need. It's from 3 to 6 at um, – uh, uh, it's in Mount Juliet. I forgot the name of the – I'll put it on my social, but I'm performing there at 5 o'clock. Oh, nice. All right. Yep. All right. Good deal. Good deal. Uh, yeah, uh, rain check tour. Grand Ole Opry, close to sold out here in Nashville, and we added a bunch of shows in Los Angeles, uh, Pittsburgh. So, uh, yeah, go to the website. And, yeah, we will see you next week. All right, bye. Let's go. Let's go, folks. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Nate Land Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our show on iTunes, Spotify, you know, wherever you listen to your podcast. And please remember to leave us a rating or a comment. Nate Land is produced by me, Nate Bargetti, and my wife, Laura, on the All Things Comedy Network. Recording and editing for the show is done by Genovations Consulting in partnership with Center Street Media. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to catch us next week on the Nate Land Podcast.